You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you just want to ask your mom. Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Ask Your Mom. I'm Renee Sproles. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And today we are talking about holiday traditions. So as this podcast airs, next week is Thanksgiving and dun dun dun, (laughs) it's only 40 days till Christmas. So we thought it might be good timing to talk about doing holidays with kids and some of our family tips and traditions. Yeah, so as with everything else in our culture these days, we seem to have this view that holidays need to be extraordinary. We have to go all the places, see all the displays, and deck all the halls, right? Yep. Well, I hope that we found that with the year we all had in 2020, we can have holidays without chaos, scheduling, and being so busy that it's all a blur. Yeah, bring back the COVID Christmas. That was one bright spot in the year. I loved that slow Christmas. So that's our first point. For your holidays this year, we recommend you slow down. Yes. Figure out what your family priorities are and what would best help your mental health and do that unapologetically. Yes. And, you know... Holidays can be a stretch of cereal family meals that test our nerves and our best selves. That's right. Jesus, Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> but do they have to be? Now, okay, newlyweds, did y'all do this? We ironed this out when we first got married. Not probably as as we should have, probably not. Right. So for us, we had to because David's parents were so far away. Mm-hmm. They were in Pennsylvania. Well, I think they were in New York that first year. And my parents were in Tennessee. So it was going to be one or the other. So we were like, in the interest of fairness, we're just going to alternate Christmases. Yes. And if we don't go to you for Christmas, we'll see you at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think new parents will probably be well served if they did this too, because things oh, change yeah. when you have a child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very true. And I do feel for the, I thought we had it easy because we had to choose and we were just there, mm-hmm. totally present. But when you have both sets of family in town, that can be really tricky. Yeah, we were jumping. Our our family lived probably 30 minutes from each other. And so we had to do Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day and then another whole family Christmas gathering at the other parents' house. And it was like a two-day marathon stretch. And, you know, with a newborn or a toddler, that just gets... That makes me tired thinking about it. And I'm many years removed from that. So, yeah. Holidays, they're hard on kids. They are. Um, toddlers who need to nap or babies that get overstimulated. Um, you know, everyone wants to touch them and hold them and hand them around and all that. And just, they're horrible at the end. <laughs> yeah, they miss their naps. Yes. Oh, they're eating food that they don't normally eat and all that sugar. Yeah, so if it comes down to that and you know that's how it's going to play out and that's just not a fun Christmas vision in your head, then maybe have a quiet day at home the day of and you get with the visiting relatives the day after when it's not so crazy. Or don't go for the meal, but show up for the dessert once the baby's rested. Like, you can actually do that. You can. You're the boss of you. <laughs> really? <laughs> you are. Wow. Because I wasn't aware of that. It, it is totally okay to say this is what our family, our little small family that we've created is going to do this year. Yeah. And when you're on our side of it, where you're the in-laws, you know, and the parents of the grown children who are married, mm-hmm. bless your children by saying, you do what works for you. Yeah, we'll be here when you're ready. We, and if we need to um, 
schedule our holiday on a different day that's not that actual day, if you want your kids all to yourself an entire day, well, then be flexible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't just demand the actual day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So I highly recommend that. I, I just think that's a great couch time discussion for you and your spouse after work one day. Yeah. Sit down and visualize what's your dream holiday schedule look like. <laughs> And just see if you can make that happen. Yeah. Begin with the end in mind. Compromise a little bit with that. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. So like if you're out of town visiting like you were in Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. you couldn't very well, you know, go the next day. No, we're just there. Shut yourself in the bedroom. That's right. That's right. You can take breaks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we still had naps. My, I've, t- I've said before on this podcast, my in-laws were great at respecting our boundaries and mm-hmm. what we a- wanted for the kids so that they were their best selves. Right. While they're happy, seeing them. Contented. Happy. Yeah. So we did naps and we did. We we would go back and read books and or go outside and play real hard in mm-hmm. the backyard. And um, yeah, we, we said no to like the midnight Met, yeah. you know church service or the 10 o'clock fireworks yeah. for fourth of july mm-hmm. you know um until they were a little bit older and then yeah. it was a huge fun deal yeah, that they got to, to stay, stay up that late yeah so we wanted them to have as much time as they could with the grandkids especially mm-hmm. but we just didn't want them to melt down nobody wants that no that's not fun for anybody no. so we just tried to to slow down yeah which is our first point right so do that think about how you're going to do that before thanksgiving hits um so also our next point is like make it more than me 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 so the holidays can have a really inward focus and you're seeing family you haven't seen in a while and you're focused on the day's specialness and christmas is can be one of the most commercialized games in town um it can be all about gifts and presents if i hear one more thing about supply chains (laughs) i think it's a i think conspiracy that the news media is getting like kickbacks santa doesn't have supply i chains. know i'm like oh my goodness like buy your stuff now buy it now buy it now yeah. you're not going to be able to get anything it yeah it's so much more than gifts and presents so thinking about how you can be more outward focused during the holidays will bless you and your children yeah if they're too young to buy gifts for other people that's totally fine they can make something you can make cookies together or um Set aside some time to do a craft or something for grandma and grandpa. And even further afield than family members. Oh, yeah. So you can help in your community, uh, visit a nursing home. We started doing that once Houston, his piano was good enough for somebody else to listen to. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> cute. They would love that. Yeah, he would just go play Christmas mm-hmm. carols in the nursing home and people could um, come and listen. Um, at homes with that have adults with disabilities. There's uh, Our town has something called Burrow Dash, which is a race yeah that, 5k that, on thanksgiving That's yeah super fun. it raises money for children's home in africa um there's uh, youth homes toy drives thanksgiving meals um, that you can deliver to other people samaritan's purse gift boxes so fun mm-hmm. to build with your kids easy for them to do children from school the angel trees that you see at the malls and then um, one thing that we did maybe one year which i wish we'd done this more but i got this idea i think from like a parenting I don't know. Was there blogs back then when I was raising my kids? I don't know. <laughs> no, I guess I, I got it off so. of something off the internet. Filling up Jesus's manger. So we would um, had a bowl of straw in the kitchen. And if you did something nice for a family member, you would take one piece of straw and go put it in the manger. And so you were trying to make a soft bed for Jesus okay. by the time Christmas got there. Okay. And so it was just, so again, you- outward focus. So that was in the preschool years when they were really little and couldn't 
doing something do kind. Much. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, okay, so be choosy about your calendar. Do you have to go to every school event, every light show, every Santa photo shoot, or live nativity? <laughs> nope. You do not. <laughs> and you're not a Grinch if you say no to some things. This was so easy for me when the kids were younger. I was like, we are not overscheduling. Oh. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. We're not doing that. And that got worse and worse. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. As the just... kids got older. Golly. <laughs> so much. So do, you know, know yourself. I know that my max is about three nights a week out doing something. Mm-hmm. And then I start to kind of droop. You hit that fourth <laughs> yes. night, fifth night. So know yourself. You know, everybody's different. Extroverts are going to feel differently. And now your family members. Right. And one of the best things about Christmas is just being off from school and off from work mm-hmm. and having some time together at home. Just sit in your PJs all day long and do nothing. Yes. And something we've talked about before on here, moms, enlist the help of your family members and delegate work. Mm-hmm. So many times it falls to us to create the magic of the holidays. Oh, my gosh. Like, I know right around <laughs> Hall- Halloween. <laughs> I start to feel this like creeping stress coming in about, oh no, the holidays are here. That's almost two straight months of extra stress and lists and juggling things. Who asked you to do all that, Bounty? Yeah, that was that's a good question. Nobody asked me to do it. I just do it. So that's on me, probably. I can carve some stuff out of there and delegate it. So this is a good conversation to have mm-hmm. with your family. I don't know if you did this, but like talk, sit down and talk to them. What makes the holidays special? Like what, what makes it Christmas? Yeah. Around what is the here. one thing? And you'd probably be surprised. You won't be surprised. <laughs> what they say. Like, what are the must-dos? Is it a certain meal? Decorating the tree? As the kids got older, they were like, hey, Mom, we don't even really like decorating the tree. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. What are we doing? Why have I been spending all this time? <laughs> right. If, oh. if nobody cares about holiday cards, can you not do them? Can you not? Can you let it go? Hmm. I don't know. If hosting a cookie exchange or a holiday party just stresses everyone out, don't do it. That's right. If the tree is important, though, if you decide, then everyone is in on it. You're not the only one dragging out the ornaments and decorating it, right? If the tree is fine, then don't ooze over into everything else. No one cares if you buy the poinsettias and mold a cider and hang wreaths in every window. Like, whatever you can pare down, just leave it out. And see what happens. Exactly. I bet the world won't explode. It was so freeing when we all sat down and said, you know what? We don't like hanging. We counted them one year. It was like 250, 300 ornaments. We don't really like hanging all those up. So we just like pulled out our favorites, hung them up, called it good. It was so freeing. And Christmas still came. It still it? came. <laughs> and I did feel a little twinge of panic when I saw them all still in the box, you know, the storage box. But it really was better all the way around. So much less time. Yeah. Simplified. So, and again, everyone can help cook, eat, and clean up mm-hmm. after the big meals. So, we just talked this out. You know, I love to cook. That's that's a joy for me. That's not a chore. Right. So, I want to cook during the holidays. I don't love cleaning up so much. And so, <laughs> David's like, hey, I'll be your wingman. I've got the dishes. If you want to do that cooking, I'm, totally I fair. got you covered. Good division of labor there. Yeah. So, an easy thing to do, say, like, okay, December 1st. Just get a jar. Put all the tasks that are coming up in it, mm-hmm. especially if you have older kids, and draw them. Oh. Here's your job. And it is what it is. So if your <sighs> child gets putting the icicles on the tree, then it doesn't matter if they're all clumped down at the bottom. That's amazing. <laughs> did you do that? I never did that. No, but I think I will with 
further generations, grandchildren yes. and stuff like that. It's just going to be, then it's going to be, every Christmas is different every year. And I think that's really cute. My mom loves to decorate for Christmas and it's a lot of work. It takes her a couple of days all day long. Yeah. For two days to get it all out. So once my children were older, they both loved Christmas like so, so much. They would go help her. Yeah, my kids go and help my yeah. grandparents too. Yeah, it, it was so beautiful to watch. And because I'm paring down more. So they're like, we need some more to do. That's right. We need Christmas cheer <laughs> around here. House. Yeah, they'd help my dad put the lights on the bushes out front. Mm-hmm. They'd help my mom put everything out. It was it was happy memories. I think that's cool. And, it, and then it's just different every year and, and that's fun. And that, let's talk about the elf on the shelf for a minute. Well, thank goodness we never had that. Oh my gremlin. goodness, I'm so grateful. <laughs> Why would you add that, that to your looks list? Terrible, Why? Bonnie. Also, it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's like and a little terrifying. Like <laughs> creeping around your house at night while you're sleeping. So, yeah, it might have been a fun, it probably was a fun tradition when you first started it. Mm-hmm. But then you realize how much work it is. There's an actual article I found online 17 <laughs> ways to get rid of elf on the shelf. I read that, and some of those are so devious. <laughs> <laughs> like, go camping and put it in somebody's sleeping bag. <laughs> Leave it at your friend's house. (laughs) So yeah, do what you got to do on that one. But you know, you can set yourself free. So yeah, who sets the table? Who picks the playlist? Who serves dessert? Everybody can do something. Even a two and three year old. Yeah. Can help with something. And it makes it more, the holidays is then belongs to everyone. And it's not just mom. Absolutely. Being exhausted. So, okay. So everything's all done. And you got to do those thank you notes, right? We've had a great Christmas. You got some wonderful things. At least at least we do in the South. I don't know about you people in the North, but in the South, we're friendly and we have manners. That's right. So. Hashtag thank you notes. So. And they need to be well written. Yeah. So what is <laughs> what is in a proper thank you note? Yes. So a proper thank you note is specific, Bonnie. You take a you take a moment to thank the giver for what they gave you. Okay. Why you like it, what you're going to do with it, or what you've already done with it. And close out with a final sentence. Okay, that's not That's long. four sentences. There you go. But you are not getting out of this household without <laughs> learning how to do that. And I got to say, I get really irritable with the one-liner thank you notes. I'm like, just don't send it. Just don't send it. <laughs> if it was so Because much this effort. is so much effort for you to write one sentence. It's like 50 cents to mail a letter now. Just oh, don't yeah. even do it. Yeah. So if you and your spouse agree that gratitude is something like an important value in your family, then schedule an evening where all of you sit down. It's not just mom wagging her finger on top of the kids. Everybody sits down and does all the thank you notes, and they're all done. Right. So, I mean, our kids had to write thank you notes for their own gifts. Yeah. I wrote my thank you notes. David wrote his. Mm-hmm. Houston wrote his, and Emma wrote hers. Do Nobody's it all together. writing anybody else's thank you notes. Do it all together. Yeah. No, but a lot of times mom's going to write one for the family. No. And I think we should, like... No. Divide that fairly. We're all enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Maybe everyone writes one sentence. Right. You have a card. We get a little bit bigger card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can each take turns. And I'll tell you what, you start doing that, your kids are going to go for that card first because it's easy to think of the first sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) But then once like two, three people have written on, they're like, what can I say that's unique? (laughs) Oh no, I'm the last person. I love it. I love it. Yes. So see, it can be like a competition. It can. You can write the best thing. It can. You, can. you get it done real fast. That's fun. Oh, me. So, okay, remember the point of the day. Well, Thanksgiving, obviously, is a reminder for gratitude. So take a moment to actually be grateful on Thanksgiving and voice that to your family. 
Yeah, something we've started to do is um, with both sides of our families is to go around the table and say one thing you're thankful for. Yeah, that's easy. As you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table. Everyone can do that. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I think one year we even wrote it on leaves and we were supposed to have collected them and like set them back so mm-hmm. you could see. And you know, eventually some years there's not going to be the same people there with you, whether by distance or by death. So it's really sweet I know. tradition. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Christmas is a celebration of Emmanuel coming. So we had a Fisher-Price nativity mm. set that we had under the tree that the kids loved. The roof and the little stable part are completely worn out and dead now. But Aww. the little little people is what they were. Um, little people Jesus, little people shepherds and all this stuff. They played with those things like every day of December. Loved them. Oh, I love that. I love that. We had a special nativity set too. David's mom painted it, the little figurines, and his dad built the stable oh, how sweet back in the 70s. And that that thing was always out. That was one of the non-negotiable Christmas decorations when we started paring down. That one had to always go up. And yeah, it's sweet memories. And then Hanukkah, yeah, the Festival of Lights does this as well, lighting a different candle each day of the season. We did a lot of Advent books and things right. where it's one one kind of devotional thought a day right just kind of gets you focused on mm-hmm. why are we doing this again tons of great resources that of, for things like that you can do with your children yeah so um we just thought it would be fun to do some of our own traditions and let you in on because we're always for stealing other people's great ideas yeah, don't reinvent the wheel steal. i know fun. some of yours i'm like why did i not do that maybe i'll do that next because <laughs> we fun. were going over this totally so let's alternate um okay so one thing that we do is we, I, every Christmas morning I make these a pan of mini muffins. And when we open the stockings, um, and one of them always has this little tiny ornament baked into it that came from my um, stepmother from long ago, like a yard sale find. So whoever gets the muffin with the tiny ornament gets to open the first present under the tree. That's after not the stockings a, are done. a choking hazard? No, because everyone knows. <laughs> Don't just wolf down the muffin. You got to be searching for the ornament Nibble. First. Gently yes. nibble the we'll muffin. Nibble. But I love that idea. What, who wouldn't love to find a toy yeah, inside their always, muffin? It's always super fun for whoever gets it. So Oh, that's great. I like that was the one I was like, I wish I'd done and want to do it maybe in the future. Okay. And we had an advent calendar. So it was from L.L. Bean. My mom and dad bought it for us. It's wooden, had little doors mm-hmm. on it. And so we put little teeny tiny treats in there for the children. And they took turns opening the door so they could count down to Christmas because okay. kids are always like, how much longer, how much oh longer? Gosh, yes. Look at the numbers on the calendar. <laughs> um, we also did construction paper chains mm-hmm. to count down the days where you'd you'd build it which was fun little craft and then you'd tear it we'd take turns tearing the chain apart yeah. and then as i got older it was hard to just i didn't want to put candy in those little advent um doors so i would actually just wrap presents and put it under the tree i'd go all year long to yard sales and just find um little things like books a piece of clothing a yeah. toy and um they would take turns like opening that and it actually stretched the present opening out all through the month of December. And that was more fun too, because you kind of really appreciate that one gift instead of opening everything. Yes. The bigger on, one. Yeah. On Christmas, on Christmas yes. day. We did something similar. It wasn't, it wasn't like necessarily an advent thing, but we called it the 12 days of Christmas and we put numbered presents underneath. So one person got odd and one person got even. Yes. They got one, one present a day and the 23rd and 24th were always Christmas pajamas. Yes. So then they could always wear that. We did that too. I forgot. And one would always be Christmas pajamas. And Houston cares nothing about clothes and he would always shake them. (laughs) And because ours weren't numbered. Oh, so they got to pick. Yeah. So they got to pick. And and he would always try to hold the clothes till last because he didn't care. (laughs) 
<laughs> so another thing we did was um, we made paper cutout snowflakes each year and hung them up the staircase. So we just took copy paper yeah. from the printer. And they would do elaborate cutouts. And it was so fun to fold the paper and, you know, see what designs came out That's when you snipped. I Mine come out like big fat triangles. <laughs> I can't make them. So. They both did a really good job. And it was such a personal, really simple, personal way to decorate yeah. the house. Just scotch very, scotch very take, tape them right up, the, friendly. Yes. Yeah, right up the staircase. So under our tree, we had a little bit of an issue with um, sneaking and peeking and shaking <laughs> all the stuff that was under there. So uh-huh. I finally said, all right, enough of that. We're going to wrap every person's um, gifts with different paper. So everybody gets their own with no name tags. Um, and so when they got to the bottom of their stocking on Christmas morning, they found a folded up piece of paper that was their wrapping paper. And only then did they get to know what was Oh, that is very clever. I can see lots of moms borrowing that idea for their kids who are sneaking and peeking. (laughs) So in terms of homeschooling, uh, we did Christmas school. So a few years into homeschooling, I decided instead of trying to cram in all the regular schoolwork and do some fun Christmas things, I would just time our lessons so that we had like two to three weeks um, in December where it was just Christmas school. So we would do read alouds that were holiday themed or historical, you know, Christian Christmas mm-hmm. books. Um, we would do crafts, service projects. We'd cook lots of fun holiday things. We would make homemade ornaments and just generally have fun. Yeah. And that was, Christmas school was really, really fun. And it was just a little blink of time. Christmas school. It's like, <laughs> I, I imagine that's what the elves go to. That's right. North Christmas Pole. school. That's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, tablecloth. So we didn't actually do this, but I have seen this and I thought it was so sweet. Something I wish I'd done was to get or make a tablecloth that we can reuse every year for Thanksgiving or holiday meals and have everybody sign it, um, with the year next to their name. And so like, as you said, not everybody's always going to be with you and you get to see those um, signatures and things and the dates. And then you can do little tiny handprints of the kids too and watch how their handwriting changes through the I years. I love that. Oh, that was neat. Oh, that is so precious. That was really good. This one um, is not so sentimental. It's just Christmas playlists. So David had each of us make like a top 20 playlist of our favorite Christmas songs. And then we would take turns uh-huh. playing each other's playlists while we would be hanging out at the house. That's fun. So it's still, it's still great. We still have them on our Apple and that'll listen. be so great to listen to like yeah. forever and ever and ever. Yeah. That's neat. Um, I had a friend who, to take the stress of um, formal gatherings off, uh, sometimes you get together with a holiday meal and everything has to be just right. You have to use the right fork and all that stuff. Um, she would just take a little splatter of wine in her hand and just psh, all over the table so that it was a white tablecloth. And she says, now nobody has to worry about making a mess. <laughs> I just love that. That is very over the top. <laughs> I, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. <laughs> but She's good for her. Better the hospitality and the company <laughs> than worrying about all the mess. Yes, yes. And then our last one, um, we had a special smaller Christmas tree um, near the children's bedrooms. And um, they had a lot of ornaments that their grandparents had given them. Yeah. And to tame that ornament beast. And they loved Christmas trees. They got to pick the lights. It was all the colorful lights. Mm-hmm. And we did white lights downstairs that are prettier. We did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so they they could put their special ornaments on the tree. And then when they got married and moved out, then we sent them with them. And there's no more little Christmas tree. All their special what? things. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a sweet tradition. We really liked it. Well, they got to take them with them. That's yeah. neat. That is neat. And we, we I forgot about that, too. We used to do that um, every kid 
for Christmas would get their another ornament per year and then they took it with them huh. as they're married so they start out with something on their tree I tried to have a, a photo ornament that I made for myself of the children each year so oh, that I could see I their little that. faces hanging on the tree I, I'm not sure I hit every single year but um it's really easy now with yeah. digital or you know printing and things like that but at first I was cutting their little faces out and sliding it yep. <laughs> into the ornament but um but yeah, that's that to me. Those are the ones I want on the tree. Yeah, that's a neat. I want to see their little neat, faces little sentimental staring thing, back so. at me. Very cool. Well, there you go. See, that was easy. Yeah. Easy holiday ideas for you for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the holidays coming up. So just pare it down and make it simple. That's right. Like we say again and again, put it all on the table and slot a bunch of it off. <laughs> And be left with the things that bring you joy. There you go. So um, we'll put all these resources on our website, justaskyourmom.com. And you can find some of them too on Facebook at Just Ask Your Mom or Instagram at Just Ask Your Mom Podcast. And we'd love for you to rate our podcast and leave a review if you're listening and like what you hear. And better yet, subscribe so you get a new episode each Monday morning. And if you have questions or topic suggestions, please send them to us. We'd love to hear from you all. Just ask your mom podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, Just Ask, ask your, your Mom. mom.